0: Today on The Flagship Show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. We continue our series of re-recording programs with a show titled Re-Recording Goldsmith. On the show today, you'll hear selections from such Jerry Goldsmith scores as A Gathering of Eagles, Inchon, The Wind and the Lion." Seven Days in May, Supergirl, Rudy, Hoosiers, and many more, featuring performances by some of the best conductors of film music, leading some of the best orchestras from around the world. My name is Eric Woods. Thank you very much for tuning in to the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, which begins now.
1: On the web since 1996. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network.
0: Welcome to the show. Thanks again for taking time out of your busy life to listen to the program. I really do appreciate that. And if you like what you hear, please feel free to leave a five star rating and a review on your favorite podcatcher. We really do appreciate all of the support. Today we celebrate jerry goldsmith with the newest episode in our re-recording series we've presented re-recording programs in the past dedicated to john williams james horner elmer bernstein and most recently ennio morricone so since this show is debuting on february 10th 2021 which would have been jerry goldsmith's 92nd birthday i thought it was time we presented a re-recording series to the legendary Silver Ponytail composer. We have a great show lined up for you today. And we have some rare gems, some all time classics, and uniquely arranged suites from some of Jerry Goldsmith's most beloved scores. In preparation of this show, I put together a rather large playlist of cues I wanted to play on the program well, I got a little carried away and selected enough tracks for four shows, so we might have more from Jerry Goldsmith in this series later on down the road. But to begin the program, I've always wanted to play music from this album ever since I heard it at random on Spotify a few years ago. I was actually searching for more re-recorded pieces of Goldsmiths to add to my collection when I came upon an album released by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra called The Golden Age of Hollywood, Volume 4, which featured new recordings of suites from A Passage to India, Never on Sunday, Ryan's Daughter, A Fistful of Dollars, Rear Window, and this classic neo-noir thriller, Chinatown, directed by Roman Polanski and starring Jack Nicholson. The creation of the score is legendary. And I'm pretty sure every film music fan knows about its origins, but I'll tell you about it anyway, just in case there are some listening that don't know the story. Roman Polanski famously hired Philip Lambro to score the film initially. At the time, Lambro had only worked on a few films, but John Cassavetes introduced Lambro to Polanski, and so Polanski hired him lambo created a score using avant-garde techniques and chinese instrumentation the score was actually well received by all but after a poor test screening producer robert evans told lambro his score wasn't going to be used and hired jerry goldsmith with less than 10 days to write and record the score goldsmith's replacement score would consist of strings four pianos four harps two percussionists, and a solo trumpet. That's it. And what he came up with, under that time crunch, is now considered an all-time classic. While I've always enjoyed the original album of Chinatown and subsequent complete release of the score from intrada Records, I always wanted to hear a modern recording of the score in some form, and not just the famous love theme on its own. And I couldn't find the existence of anything longer than a cue here and there until I found an extended suite that I came upon on this Royal Philharmonic album, which features a nine-minute suite across six tracks. It really is a wonderful-sounding album recorded by Tony Falker and Peter Newby at Watford Coliseum on the 30th and 31st of January 2013 here now to open up the program i re-recorded suite from chinatown conducted by david Furman and performed by the royal philharmonic orchestra with original score composed by jerry goldsmith That was a newly recorded suite of music from Chinatown. The original score composed by Jerry Goldsmith. And in that recording, David Furman conducted the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. And you can find that album by going to the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra website. It's a great suite and uh, really glad that I discovered it.
1: This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network and you're listening to The Flagship Show with Eric Woods. Up
0: next, we're going to feature three separate short suites from Tadlow Records' The Blue Max album. Now, no, we're, we're not going to play The Blue Max, but a set of other suites and themes recorded during that session. Initially, producer James Fitzpatrick was only going to record war-related Goldsmith scores as extras on this album. But things soon got out of hand. On top of the newly recorded complete score of Jerry Goldsmiths' The Blue Max, Fitzpatrick filled the rest of the space on Disc 1 and the entirety of Disc 2 with music from such films as MacArthur, Patton, The Sand Pebbles, Tora Tora Tora, The Mummy, and The Omen 3. He also recorded pieces from A Gathering of Eagles, Inchon, and The Chairman, which is what we're going to feature for you in this suite, which were all expertly arranged by Lee Phillips. We open up with music from A Gathering of Eagles from 1963, which features a powerful opening cue that conveys the nobility of our main character, played by Rock Hudson, featuring sweeping epic melodic lines and the turbulent drama about to unfold featuring complex and unrelenting rhythms we'll then move on to Incheon arguably one of the worst films Jerry Goldsmith has ever scored however the score is a beloved favorite amongst Goldsmith fans so much so that the original soundtrack recording has been released numerous times over the years Incheon was released in 1981 and bombed critically and financially the original soundtrack recording was actually recorded in rome in a wine cellar underneath a church the suite on this album is made up of three cues and ends with this triumphant almost copeland-esque finale cue the last piece in the suite comes from the chairman released in 1969 With its Asian setting, Goldsmith crafted one of the most exotic scores of his entire career. The suite is also three tracks long, and ends with the main title piece, which is what will conclude this suite, uh, that features two of the main melodies from the score, weaving in and out of each other, surrounded by exotic percussion. So here now is a suite of music from Tadlow's The Blue Max Recording Sessions, recorded in Prague, with the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra in 2015. Nick Rain conducts, Jan Holzner records with editing and mixing by Gareth Williams. Here now, a gathering of eagles, Inshan and the Chairman, all composed by Jerry Goldsmith. a suite of music from the album The Blue Max these were alternate suites that were added to the end of the full re-recording presentation of the Blue Max score and in that suite you heard at the top a gathering of eagles in the middle Incheon and the suite ended with the chairman all music composed by Jerry Goldsmith conducted by Nick Rain and performed by the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra and all of that can be found through Tadlow Music.
1: Bringing you the very best music for film, TV and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network.
0: Jerry Goldsmith's fanfare for Oscar, written in 1993 for horns, strings, and percussion. Unfortunately, the theme was rarely used, which is a shame. It's kind of funny to look back now at this quote from, at the time, Academy Executive Director Bruce Davis, and I quote, We hope this ultimately will become a familiar theme to the millions of Oscar fans around the world, end quote. I don't think anybody, including the hardcore Oscar-goers, can actually hum this melody. As I said, it was rarely used. And the original recording of the piece has never been released. However, we do have a few alternate recordings of it, including the one that we just played, which comes off one of the rarest Jerry Goldsmith albums ever. Don't ask how I got this. But I think Jerry Goldsmith fans know exactly what I'm talking about. The album is called Jerry Goldsmith Conducting the Kanagawa Philharmonic Orchestra, a Celebration of Japan Tour 2003, which was presented as a gift CD to the prime seat ticket audiences only who went to see this concert. Over the years, the CD has been going for big bucks on the secondary market, five, six, seven hundred dollars. And not only because it's rare, but it also features recordings of some rare arrangements of Goldsmith's work, including the fanfare for Oscar. The CD contains the live recordings from the first concert in Japan in 1998, with Goldsmith conducting... The Kanagawa Philharmonic Orchestra has seven cues including the aforementioned fanfare for Oscar, as well as the Planet of the Apes, a suite combining the music from Rudy and Hoosiers, a lengthy suite from The Ghost in the Darkness, and the Tiny Creatures Suite featuring small soldiers and gremlins. For the 2003 concert in Japan, the attendance of Jerry Goldsmith was cancelled because of his illness. However, the concert tour was held with Charles Fox as a stand-in conductor on March 13th, of that year what we're going to play for you is the lovely inspiring and very powerful suite from rudy and hoosiers i didn't think the combination of the two scores would work together but uh you know goldsmith pretty much plays rudy's theme and then hits you with with the hoosiers theme nothing complicated about the segue between the pieces but they they really do work Well, together. And the arrangement of the themes from Hoosiers is simply spectacular, as the theme from Rudy is essentially a note for note recording of what Goldsmith presented in the film's main title sequence. This is really a special CD, and I'm honored to have it, and I'm very pleased to share with you a cut from this album that uh, many might have. Never had a chance to hear. Suite from Rudy and Hoosiers, with music composed by Jerry Goldsmith. And in that recording, the Kanagawa Philharmonic Orchestra performs from a very, very, very rare CD that was a promotional item for this 2003 Jerry Goldsmith Japanese concert tour, which unfortunately he couldn't uh, attend But anybody that did attend those concerts did get this CD.
1: Bringing you the very best music for film, TV, and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to the program.
0: I'm Eric Woods, and I'm your host. I hope you're enjoying today's show as we are presenting... Rerecording Jerry Goldsmith We're now going to move on to another rarity from a score that has never been released but thanks to Buy Soundtracks Records and their album The Jerry Goldsmith Collection Volume 1 The Rarities featuring new recordings of rarely heard original and fresh takes on Goldsmith classics as noted by John Burlingame in the liner notes. Of the 23 tracks on this album this track features music from Seven Days in May. Actually, what you're going to hear is a brand new recording of the complete score. Yes, everything you hear in this suite is everything Goldsmith wrote for the picture. The film was released in 1964, it's hailed as one of the all-time great political thrillers. This was the first of three scores Jerry Goldsmith would write for director John Frankenheimer. The score is one of Goldsmith's most unique and interesting scores. It's rather sparse as well, totaling only 11 minutes in length, and was written for two pianos and ten percussionists, featuring drums, snare drums, timpani, bongos, chimes, vibraphone, xylophone, and marimba. This one-of-a-kind recording of the score was arranged, performed, and recorded by Dominic Hauser with Kurt Walther, on the drums here's seven days in may with music by jerry goldsmith was the complete score to seven days in may with music by jerry goldsmith and performed by dominic hauser and kurt walther on drums also on the album are newly recorded pieces from Seamus, takata for solo guitar and the judge dread trailer music and many more featuring liner notes by john burlingame which i quoted from in my commentary before the suite
1: From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, and you're listening to The Flagship Show with Eric Woods. Up next is yet another unique
0: suite from Jerry Goldsmith's best comic book film score for 1984's Supergirl, a film that unfortunately didn't live up to its potential, yet inspired Jerry Goldsmith to write an expansive score that easily matches John Williams's music, Superman. The main theme is full of adventure and heroism, but also innocence, and always seems to be pushing Supergirl along, lifting her spirits when she is down, and driving her forward to victory. The suite we're going to play comes from an album called Fantasy Movie Themes, released in 1986, featuring music from other films such as Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Wild Geese, The Mark of Zorro, The Final Conflict, Alien, and more and it was all performed by the London Symphony Orchestra under the baton of the great composer-conductor Roy Budd. The album was recorded at CTS Studios in London and was recorded by David Hunt. Here now, Supergirl by Jerry Goldsmith. <music> Roy Budd conducting the London Symphony Orchestra in a performance of Supergirl with music by Jerry Goldsmith and that comes from an album called Fantasy Movie Themes which was released on Nimbus Records and actually was brought to my attention that the Supergirl suite was actually featured on an earlier album in the UK in 1984 called the Fantasy Album That album has suites from Sinbad, Eye of the Tiger, Star Wars, and a full Star Trek suite featuring the TV theme, Jerry Goldsmith's The Motion Picture theme, and music from the two James Horner Star Trek outings. And thanks to Ian Clark for pointing that one out to me.
1: This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, and you're listening to The Flagship Show with Eric Woods.
0: We have two tracks remaining on the program, and both are from epic adventure films, starting with one of the most impressive performances of a Goldsmith piece here on this program. The reason I say that is what we're going to play is music from what might be one of the most difficult pieces of music to play from Goldsmith's romantic adventure score to The Wind and the lion, and I am, of course, talking about the thrilling action track, Rizuli Attacks. The bloody battle on the beach is accompanied by a full-throttled action cue that has engaged ludicrous speed. Spaceball fans, you're welcome. There are 16th-note runs all over the place, performed by brass and strings, with an array of pounding percussion, It's conducted in 2-4 time, with occasional bars of 3-4. Thanks to Jeff Bond and Lucas Kendall for that little piece of info. There's six French horns blaring away until it all ends with a sweeping performance of the film's love theme. This has always been a favorite cue of mine for some time, and I can't imagine how difficult it was to perform, and who in their right mind would attempt to newly record it. Well... Let me introduce you to conductor Cliff Eidelman and the Seattle Symphony Orchestra, who attempted such a feat on the album Blood and Thunder, which featured new recordings of parades, processionals, and attacks from Hollywood's most epic films. The album is rather short, just under 40 minutes, but contains new recordings of music from Cleopatra, The Ten Commandments, Mutiny on the Bounty, Captain from Castile, and others. The album... Sounds exceptional and was recorded at the Seattle Opera House and Exhibition Hall in September and November of 1994 with Al Swanson recording. So, to my surprise, when I first listened to this album all those years ago, I really didn't think the Seattle Symphony had a chance at even coming close to getting this piece right. Well, they proved me wrong. This is an exceptional effort of one of the most Difficult pieces of action music from Jerry Goldsmith's Canon. This is Rizuli Attacks from The Wind and the Lion. That was Rizuli Attacks from the Wind and the Lion, with music composed by Jerry Goldsmith and performed by the Seattle Symphony Orchestra under the direction of Cliff Edelman, And the album was released on Perez Cedar Band Records. Well, we sadly come to the end of another edition of the flagship show here on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Network. And as we try to do on every episode of The Flagship Show, we like to end with an end title piece. So for our last selection in our re-recording Goldsmith program, we're presenting one last piece of adventure music from Jerry Goldsmith's swashbuckling adventure score to the 1999 blockbuster The Mummy, a wonderful throwback adventure film starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss in a star-making performance. The film was directed by Stephen Summers, who worked with Jerry Goldsmith on Deep Rising a few years earlier. This film was exactly what I needed to see in 1999. It filled the void left by the Indiana Jones series in 1989. It gave me that sense of fun and pure adventure escapism again, And I loved every minute of the movie, and I still love it to this day. And Jerry Goldsmith's score was absolutely brilliant, with heavy percussion and powerful brass statements, and one of the very best love themes. Actually, one of cinema's best, in my opinion. Unfortunately, it was rumored that Jerry Goldsmith absolutely hated the experience of working on this film. Therefore, he wasn't asked back, to score the Mummy Returns sequel, which went to Alan Silvestri. Jerry Goldsmith's score ends with a cue called The Sand Volcano, which plays over the last few minutes of the movie and into the end credits, where we get to hear Jerry Goldsmith's solo trumpet-led love theme in its full glory. This is a fantastic way to end the show with uh, this showstopper, featuring conductor Frederick Talegorn, and the Royal Scottish National Orchestra from an album called Themes from the Phantom Menace and Other Film Hits, which was a highlight album released by Varese Saraband Records of film scores composed in 1999. It was part original recordings and re-recordings with all the re-recordings done by Talgorn and the RSNO. Well, thanks again for tuning in. I really do appreciate you taking the time to join me today. And until next time, take care, wherever you are in this world, and happy listening. And now, The Mummy by Jerry Goldsmith. Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to T Public to get a Cinematic Sound Radio T-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at CinematicSound.net.